Welcome to the Great Game Debate Podcast, where friends come together to talk about video games and our lives. I'll be your host, Kate Abarathe Lane. My glasses are still broken, and as always, I'm joined by the father of the debate himself, Jonah Gomez. How you doing, buddy? Um, well, I'm doing great, man. I'm on vacation. <laughs> My right, birthday's yeah. coming up. I just finished our game <laughs> club game, so Halo's in the books. I'm ready to go man i'm i'm super stoked to record glad to hear it you're also joined as always by our man in the closet west bates back baby and you know what that means you know what else is back some useless video game trivia oh today we're gonna baby. be talking today we're gonna be talking because i know you guys didn't get any on the last show right because you know i wasn't here well, oh. no. <laughs> someone may have uh, <laughs> did for you. Uh, we're gonna be talking about some devil may cry so oh, Devil baby. May Devil May Cry is known for its insane stylish action. But did you know that the series classic juggling combo, air air juggling, was actually the result of a glitch originally. It was not originally supposed to be in the game, but it wasn't a glitch in Devil May Cry. It was actually the result of a glitch in Onimusha Warlords during the development of that game uh... where enemies would accidentally be like knocked up into the air, which was not something that they intended. And after they found the glitch, they thought it was so cool that they would they wanted to include it in Devil May Cry, which uh, previously you may or may not know was actually supposed to be Resident Evil 4. Yeah, incredible! <laughs> shout Dang. out to Onimusha, please bring it back. Uh, shout out to Onimusha, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, we are also joined by Stephen Beaumont, our man down in Australia. How you doing today, buddy? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, I've just been reading some One Punch Man this week. It's been a lot of fun, Ooh. and uh, I heard you've also been doing some reading, which is pretty cool. It's actually a yeah. book that I've got on my uh, on my bedside books. table, but I can't like literally read it because it's just, it, the words are too small. Sure. <laughs> <What> Fair <laughs> enough. For, for anyone wondering, what have you been reading, Caden? Oh, I've been reading the Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson, which oh, has now nice. become my favorite fantasy series of all time. But That's enough nice. about me. It's our distinct honor this week of being joined by Mitchell Saltzman of IGN. How you doing, buddy? Yay! Doing good, man. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, it's our it's our pleasure Absolutely to have you on. Pleasure. We know you're a busy man. Welcome. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Um, so we'll just get right into it, guys. Uh, I hope you um, found a hell portal on the surface of Mars uh, to go get the. Uh... <laughs> Wait, I forgot what the iceberg was. <laughs> I was thinking about Doom, you guys. What I meant to say was, I hope you took an airplane out to Malay Island and picked up Force Edge because it's time for the icebreaker. <laughs> You can tell what I've got on my mind. Yeah, um, first try. Yeah, exactly. So for those We're who may not... We're off to a great start. <laughs> uh, Mitchell, for those who may not know you, um, I believe you're an editorial producer for IGN, correct? Correct. That sounds um, like a fun but probably stressful and large responsibility job. Um, it would be kind of cool maybe if you, would, uh, if you wanted to give us a little rundown of kind of like what your responsibilities are. For sure. Um, so 
my title is editorial producer, but ultimately I am part of what's known as like the gameplay team at IGN. So, okay. uh, you know, I'm one of like maybe four or five people that typically gets called on to post up straight up gameplay videos for, for, you know, all the new releases. So, uh, we do a thing called like first minutes of a game where we just throw up wholesale the first minutes of a game. Um, we do all kinds of like, you know, boss battle videos, um, like for Elden Ring, I did a, a boss battle video against, uh, the, the, this is the closed test of Elden Ring, not not the actual right, Elden Ring that right. has not come out yet. I do not have access to that game yet. Just to be <laughs> clear, um, yeah, we did a, a boss battle video for that. Um, all kinds of just you know straight up gameplay videos that can kind of live live on their own without any kind of um, you know editorial content to, or a, editorial component to them. Um, sure. But then also you know sometimes you know the the games are a little slow to come out, so. That's where I, I kind of try to do other things where I do reviews, I do previews, I do top 10 lists, I do, you know, all kinds of other editorial related things. Um, and that's kind of, you know, the the general overview of, of my job. I, I have my hands in a lot of different, you know, pots. That's cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I was uh, going back today before the show, just checking out some of your more recent reviews, like uh, Nobody Saves the World and went back and checked out your Demon Souls review. And mm-hmm. um, I know uh, Wes in uh, casual conversation refers to you as the best reviewer at IGN. Uh, so, you know, great job with those reviews. That's, that's, that's awesome that's, work. That's my opinion. I have a very yeah. high opinion of your, <laughs> your skills as a reviewer. I think you do a great job. Thank you. That's incredibly humbling to hear. Um, do any of you guys have any particular questions about the IGN side of things before we move on from that? Definitely. Um, I, I... I haven't. I don't think I articulated this in my mind because it changed mid conversation. <laughs> but um, it's it's really interesting because obviously we're we're in like we're in the nerd space and the gaming space. But like we think of IGN as like being the most synonymous with gaming, like as an outlet, as a media outlet. Are there still people in like your extended family, like at you know Christmas reunions and stuff like that? Like if you say IGN, it's still like a Oh, what's that? Like, do you still get no, that, or is IGN known now? No one knows who IGN. No one oh, knows really? what IGN is. Oh, really? It's it's oh, uh, it's the the most interesting thing. And like, what's what's really interesting before I before I worked at IGN, I worked at a, a site called Gamefront, which was a very small site, but uh, but I was more of a personality there. I was you know one of three people that was always on every every YouTube video we did, like Dark Souls walkthroughs. We did, um, you know news updates videos um we did e3 coverage and i got recognized more for my work at gamefront which had you know at its peak popularity maybe like 15 20 000 subscribers than i ever have at ign oh that's <laughs> weird wow. yeah really and every crazy. time you know I, I have to describe like you know what i do i'm like oh and i'm, I'm an editorial producer at ign and just no no reaction Nothing, just, yeah. like, move <laughs> yeah, right on <laughs> it's it, it is amazing how like you know how big ign is within this this pocket the of industry, the gaming yeah. industry but outside of that you know it's it's nothing people yeah. don't know what it is yeah you always hear that joke from people in games journalism where you know they tell people that uh you know family gatherings or whatever and 
their like grandparents or whatever like so you, you make video games right exactly you know? <laughs> no, exactly I don't, I don't make yeah <laughs> ridiculous my parents still think i make video games right. <laughs> oh so you cool, you just uh, well, sit around and play video games for a living <laughs> right yeah, yeah that too that too <laughs> when are you gonna get um, a real job <laughs> fortunately i've never gotten that oh, oh that's, well, good. That's, that's good that's good yeah thankfully um, did, uh, Wester John, you guys have any, any questions about IGN before we go on to the next thing? Uh, I don't think well, I've I, got I, any questions I, about IGN per se, but, uh, go ahead, Wes. I did have a, I did have a question because I, I think I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you got started working there, uh, in the, in the guides. I remember you doing guides. Is, is that right? Yeah. So not at IGN. I got my, oh, my okay. start in the industry really doing guides. Um, oh, okay. Maybe I got a, a yeah. mistake in there. Um, yeah, I got my start doing uh, doing guides for a website called Mahalo.com, which was almost like a Yahoo Answers kind of thing. Oh, yeah. um, we basically did walkthroughs in a style of like, you know, step by step, here's how you beat, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then from that, my, my boss at Mahalo left there and became the editor-in-chief at GameFront. And I was still in college while I was doing all this. And so he wanted to bring me on to Gamefront, but I'm like, I'm still in college. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm literally about to graduate. So he was, he was kind enough to be like, okay, I'll wait for you to graduate and then I'll, you know, pluck you over. And I, I literally had a job right, right out of graduation, which was super nice. That's, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. What, yes. what that's you, the way to get started. What did you study? You were in. I studied, I studied communications with an emphasis on journalism. Oh, yeah, okay. Cool. So legit. So yeah, I, I definitely had like my tra trajectory. I always wanted to, you know, be in this in this field. That's nice that you had sure, a job yeah. lined up because for a lot of people mm -hmm. that it's it's not yeah. that simple to just like have something lined up when you graduate. So yeah. lucky you, man. Yeah, for That's sure. awesome. Very very fortunate. Um, I owe a lot to a lot of people and good timing. There you go. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's hard work and luck, you, right? Uh... Yeah. I just have one more question about IGN. It's like, can you give us some insight into kind of like, because there's a lot of content that flows through that site. Um, can you give us some insight, like with your, like, like work, like how crazy is it for you trying to keep up with everything that you have to, that, you know, there's so many games coming out. There's so many things you guys are trying to cover. You said you, you're trying to, one of the main people that covers like gameplay, trying mm -hmm. to pull off gameplay and everything. Like, so how, how, how are your days like what's your what's your day like it really it really depends um you know there there are slow times and there are definitely busy times um but you know a lot of my day is you know we get a game i play through it i you know conjure up ideas for for content i i one of the things that people probably don't realize i start over games a lot um you know, when I when I'm reviewing a game, I'll typically play through it and then I'll I'll start it over. And then the second playthrough is what I'm recording for the video review. Um, wow. So I, you know, typically when I, I and I don't know if this is I, I'm a unique reviewer when it comes to IGN because I do edit my own reviews. Um, a lot of a lot of other reviewers kind of just record their footage and send it off to an editor. Um, I it's just the way I've been built. I, I like to be hands on. I like to. You know, I have a I have a vision for how I want the video review to look, and so I I you know fortunately I've been given the opportunity to to edit my own reviews, um so yeah so that that can be a lot um you know we also have a lot of meetings that we do for top ten lists for you know future content planning, uh but you know the 
the the really great thing about IGN is that they they've got a lot of resources, right? It's it's the the number one video game website out there. We have a lot of different people that we can assign stuff to. We have like a you know a, a pool of freelancers that you know if things become overwhelming for us. We can like freelance stuff out. Um, so yeah, it, you know the it really depends on on uh, the month. It depends on how busy you know the the game or how how many games are coming out within that month. Um, and it can be super, super stressfully busy, or it can be, you know, pretty dang slow. So um, you're sweating February, basically. Oh boy, <laughs> February is gonna be. I made the joke on Twitter that I, I have I have delayed my birthday for for Elden Ring, oh, no. and it was only half a joke. <laughs> I might, well, playing, I might actually. Playing Elden like, Ring is not a bad way to spend your birthday, though. I it's true. My friends would disagree, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, talk just, uh, this is like, we could, we could pass on this one if we, if we, if you don't want to, but just talking on the, the walkthroughs, like this is, this is going to go in, in a bunch of places, but it's going to come back to a central narrative. Um, talking about the walkthroughs Here and like go. just how many walkthroughs IGN make and stuff. It's how, how do you find the, there's the, you know, there's the vocal minority who is a bit of a toxic fan base that you know talks about oh game reviewers are terrible at games but then if you look up like any wiki ever the first thing that's going to pop up is an ign wiki which means that someone (laughs) knows how to play that game at ign um does that because we already discussed the microcosm of gaming the gaming space anyway do you have the perspective where you can just laugh off that toxicity or does it like affect you Mm. Yeah, I mean, you have to laugh it off. Um, you know, of course, you know, it, it it does bother me because I do I put like a lot of effort oh, yeah. into my gameplay videos oh, to, yeah. to make sure that I don't have, you know, I don't give them the ammunition that they so desperately yeah. desire to to be I, able you, to. You, you didn't know. open that chest. Why didn't you open that chest? <laughs> <laughs> like again, uh going back to the the Elden Ring video that I did for that that boss battle, I must have done that boss like God, a hundred times because I wanted to get that like one run where like, you know, people would not be able to say anything (laughs) that we were at at Souls-like games because, you know, I I pride myself on being pretty good at them. Um, And uh, then, you know, you get the the, the, the people that will complain regardless. But, you know, there there is an element of it that you have to just kind of shrug off and laugh off, Um, you know. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I wanted to do a thing where I would like challenge people in the comments to like, you know, who said, who talked, who talked trash to play me at smash brothers. Um, <laughs> I like, I actually put a comment. I'm like, Hey, anyone who, who has a problem with my gameplay in this video, post your friend code. Let's have a match. And we'll, <laughs> we'll post the results in this thread. No one bit. Oh, <laughs> put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. The old, the old Final Destination Fox only no items. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that, that's funny, like about like being pr- proud of like being pretty good at Souls. Like I, I, I'm proud of being like I play Souls like like this boy. I'm I'm very gotcha. bad at Souls, but I just like keep struggling and keep struggling until I get there in the end. Yeah, yeah. and that's the soul. That's the Souls experience. So mm-hmm. you know, no, no, no shame there. Uh, I sure. just, I just want to say. 
Steven, I'm proud of you. Uh, I was very much expecting that to go on a long tangent, and you kept it under <laughs> three minutes. I'm, yeah, let's get a round of applause for Steven, Woo! guys. Woo! Great job, Steven. Great job. Slow <laughs> clap. Um, so, Mitchell, uh, probably one of the most interesting factoids that uh, Wes reported to us um, about your life is that, uh, I guess, before you got into um, the whole game journalism thing, you pretty seriously were pursuing uh voice acting and like even had like some work and like one punch man um i'd love to hear more about that whatever you wanted to share yeah so please, it was actually <laughs> yeah so it was actually you know in the in the middle of of my my you know oh wow okay. career of of games journalism because the thing is about you know pursuing a career in games journalism you know until you get to that point where you're able to get like a, a nine to five kind of job at like an IGN or GameSpot or, you know, one of the other rare sites that, that pay you a salary. Uh, you do a lot of freelancing. You do a lot of, you know, trying to make ends meet by doing gig work. Um, and so to, you know, additionally try to make ends meet, I try to do uh, voice acting and uh, yeah, it's, you know, it was, it was a ton of fun. Um, I, I initially got turned on to it uh, at an anime expo. Um, mm. Bang Zoom has a booth where they do a, uh, a thing called uh, open auditions for... They used to do this. They don't do this anymore. Um, but they had open auditions where, you know, anyone at the convention could sign up. Um, you wait in a long-ass line. Um, and then you basically do an audition for casting directors Wow. And, uh, you know, they, you know, they deliberate and then they come back and they give, you know, they have, choose basically like eight or 10 people who they give a callback to. And I was fortunate, fortunate enough to be one of the people that got a callback and they brought me into their studio. I got to audition for Alibaba in Magi. If you're familiar with, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, yeah, did not get it. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Eric Kimmer, who was a, is a much better voice actor than I am. Um, but through that, I was able to, you know, you know, tell myself, hey, maybe you know, there were a lot of people that that tried this, and I was like, you know, top eight, like that. That says something, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, I tried to, you know, hone that skill by getting classes. I got classes from Crispin Freeman, got classes from wow. Tony Oliver, got classes from Richard Horvitz, got classes from David Fenoy. Um, yeah. yeah, so, like, I, I did the work. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Um, it just sounds like it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, over the course of that, I got invited to do Bang Zoom's, uh, wall they call it Walla. It's basically background voices. Um, and through that, I got to be in shows like Toradora, Magi, One Punch Man, Kill a Kill, um, a couple of live action dubs that I'm sure you probably don't have, you have no <laughs> idea what they are. Um, and uh, yeah, and you know, I, I ultimately had to, had to put, you know, put that dream, but to the, you know, on a shelf because um, man, voice acting is hard. Making a living doing voice yeah. acting is super, yeah. super hard. Um, you have to imagine, be, yeah. everyone who is getting jobs, you know, even though you, you still play games where like, you know, like, oh, this voice acting is kind of weak. The, the actual pool of like working voice actors is they're so, 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 so talented. Yeah. And like, you know, you have, you're competing. There's no minor league for voice acting. As soon as you decide I want to be a voice actor, you're in there with, you know, the Eric Mendez is the, 
um, you know, if you're a union actor you're in there with Crispin Freeman, Steve Bloom, and you got to convince them that, you know, you are the one that they should hire over those other people. Yeah. Um, it's very challenging. Um, I unfortunately had to put it on a shelf when I got the, you know, the opportunity to get a steady paycheck doing games journalism, but it's always going to be something that's like in the back of my head that I, I, you know, hopefully one day we'll be able to come back, come back to. That's, that's still pretty happens. awesome. Yeah, though. that's I so mean, sick. What a, what a cool thing to be able to tell people, you know, yeah. who generally <laughs> speaking, like people that play games also watch a lot of anime. And yeah. so, you know, what a cool people or cool thing to be able to tell people that you did like in the community that you're in. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, if you listen to like episode seven of One Punch Man, you know, like there's a yeah. guy going, <laughs> ah! you know, that was me. Yeah, could you know? be me. <laughs> I used to have a joke where I would like I, I like had a, a still frame of like there's one frame where you can see a guy falling down off the the, the school in Kill a Kill, and I'm like that's me. I made that screen. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, well, oh, uh, unless cool. I forgot something and somebody's about to abruptly stop me, it's time for the debate. Uh, I will turn things over to um, Jonah Gomez, the judge of the debate. I hope you guys are ready for a brutal debate, a bloody debate, something very intense, because we have Mitchell versus Wes, Mitchell representing the uh, rehash, what is this, like the, the redo of Doom? And the current iteration of Doom. The current iteration of Doom and Wes <laughs> representing the current iteration of Wolfenstein. Who's ready? Mein Lieben! <laughs> ready. This is about Thanks, to get Optimus. down, dirty, and brutal. We have an assist trophy today, which will be our host, Caden Barrett Elaine. And you know what? That's me. I'm going to throw in a curveball. Steven, would you like to help me host this debate? Uh, I can, <laughs> but if you, you, you know that I, I usually get taken Never mind. No tangents. Let's get I'm right sitting. into it. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, I will give you the option as our guest to choose if you'd like to start the debate or close it out. Ooh. Uh, you know what? I'll start it. Okay. I'll start this debate. Confidence. For your opening thoughts, you've got two minutes on the clock. Ready, set, go. All right. So I know we talked. We we were gonna say that this is like you know the the new iteration of Doom. But I think in order to look at where Doom went, where Doom head or headed, uh, we have to look back and uh, let's look at some numbers. Twenty nine on IGN's top 100 games of all time list, number four on Polygon's top 500 games of all time list, number two on Games Radar's the top 50 best games of all time list. And, you know, I think those are those are some important things to, to look at. Uh, and, you know, it's not just about legacy because Wolfenstein, of course, uh, was the first ever uh, first person shooter. Um, but I think it's an important statement to make because, you know, Wolfenstein walked so that Doom could run. And I think that this relationship has held up all throughout gaming history. 
Um, so let's talk about you know how Doom modernizes this classic first-person shooter formula. For one, it's the speed. In Doom, if you're standing still, you're dead. Plain and simple, you're just you're dead. Um, there are these are games where you're constantly moving, constantly picking up health files, armor shards, jumping across insane hellish landscapes. You're not hiding behind walls, cowering in fear of a hailstorm of, bu of bullets. You're running up to a mancubus, ripping out its explosive core and shoving it inside its mouth. Okay? Uh, and you're doing all this with one of the best arsenal of, of weapons you'll ever find in a first-person shooter. 30 seconds. Hands down, hands down, one of the best shotguns in video games, the super shotgun, the BFG, the chainsaw that can, the, the chain gun that can turn into a stationary turret. And, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable the amount of violence you can commit with this arsenal of weapons that you have in Doom. And then finally, the one thing I want to, I want to end on is progression because Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal, while they are different tapes of the same formula, they have some of the best progression of power from the beginning to the end. Um, you feel like a god in Doom Eternal. Just Time. Oh, <laughs> very impressive. Can we get uh, the Doom retrospective from IGN by Mitchell Salzman? <laughs> What an what an opening statement! Holy cow! How are you feeling, Wes? That was quite um, the doozy. If this were if this were an anime, you'd see a little trickle of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wes, it's time for you to push up your glasses, because let's get your opening state statement started in three, two, one, go. All right. Uh, I think that the new current iteration of doom is uh, a great shooter i'm not gonna deny that it's a great game but i feel personally that the new wolfenstein games are just better games on the whole as far as first person shooters are concerned number one best enemies most killable enemies in video games nazis everybody hates nazis they're vile despicable pieces of filth and the whole point of this game is to purge them from the world. These games take place in an alternate timeline where the world was taken over. The Allies lost World War II. The main character is put into a coma for uh, 10 plus years. And when he wakes up, it's a whole new world. The Nazis own the world. You have to take it back in the most bloody, violent way that you possibly can. Now. The action is just as visceral in Wolfenstein as it is in Doom. You've got a great, great arsenal there. You've got three-barreled shotguns. You've got, uh, you know, um, gigantic lasers that you can melt enemies, turn them into puddles of ash and goo. But there's also more variety because in Wolfenstein, you can play stealthy. Doom is Ooh. fast action, but you can you can go guns blazing or you can stealth your way through 30 seconds. Uh, additionally, I would like to say that Wolfenstein has an insanely cool epic storyline. Uh, oh, from the, the the time that you start in the New Order until the time that you end in the New Colossus. Um, we're talking about like 20 plus years. And you're basically starting a rebellion to the point where you're basically ready to take the world back from the Nazis. You you uh, And there's so many things Hi. that happen. There's so much... All right, fantastic, Wes. And I, I really want to be, I really want to be an assist trophy in this one. I'm like, I've got so many salty things to say. Hey, we, we can, we can swap 
uh, Steam for me as a sister. No, no, because, no, no, you know, no, no, to I, be I, honest, I, I haven't really played these games that much, and I didn't realize Steven was so passionate over here. Oh, so. well, no, no, it's just things that come into my head as people are talking, but yeah. It's okay, just, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we can do it where you guys can pick which person you want to be your assist trophy. We do have both these lovely lads here. That'd be a great one in favor of Doom if you want me as your assist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sure that Caden has a great one in favor of Doom too, because I know that he really loved Eternal. All right, yes, Mitchell. True. Nobody you, loves Wolfenstein but me. You got two minutes on the clock. Oh, actually, I, I've got a great one for, for oh Wolfenstein. Oh my god. <laughs> You got, Sorry, yeah, yeah. you got two minutes on the clock. You still have your assist trophy if you want to use it. Uh, two minutes for your rebuttal. Three, two, one, go. All right. Well, after that pitch, I got tagging Steven for the assist. So Ooh. let's hear what you got, Steven. Okay. So obviously it is the year 2022. And I guess my biggest question to you, Wes, is video games, they've got to have a grappling hook. So... Does your game <laughs> have a grappling hook? It doesn't. It doesn't? Oof. That's nope. got to dock some points right there. I'm sorry, mate. Uh, that's, that's all I got for today. I'll, I'll be out, but yeah. Not looking great. <laughs> all right. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> so you, you, you mentioned you mentioned the, the best enemies to beat, which you know are the Nazis, and that's it's hard to it's hard to disagree with, of course. You know, it's it's always amazing to to just you know blow a, a Nazi's head up. But have you met the Cacodemons? Because Cacodemons, can I just like talk about them? They are one of the most iconic video game enemies, I think, you know, out there. I would say maybe top ten. Uh, and just the way the way that you defeat them in in Doom 2016 and Doom, Doom Eternal, you throw a grenade in their mouth, they boom, and they just jump in there. You stick your your knife up their mouth, it gets the eye out, and they pull their eye out from their mouth. Oh my god! Like, do I need to go on? I don't even know. Do I need to go on? Uh, you mentioned you mentioned also the the variety, and sure, yeah, you know there there are some some stealth section section. Eh stealth sections in in wolfenstein i would honestly argue though that those are probably the weaker uh elements of that game i think wolfenstein is at its best when you're when you got the the dual the dual machine guns you're just mowing down uh you know nazis you're picking it you're running around picking up armor to replenish your your lost your lost health um and i think also there's a, there's an immense amount of variety in doom eternal even though it's not in the the you know stealth variety but there, there is a ton of variety in terms of you know using seconds. your your plat using your uh, your platforming skills to to do violence, uh, you know all kinds of different weapons. You have to juggle your weapons constantly. Um, yeah, I, I think I think actually Doom Eternal has some of the best variety in in a first person shooter that I've played in recent memory. Um, and yeah, I, I think that's that's where I'll I'll cut that Ooh, right there. Leaving about. 10 seconds on the board. I love it. That's some real confidence. Wes, are you ready for your rebuttal? Yeah, no offense, Caden, but I'm really curious to hear what Steven has to I say too. What what about Wolfenstein. Oh, no. So, uh, okay. so <laughs> Steven, I'm going to let you I'm going to let you open my rebuttal as well. All right. All right. <laughs> Steven, you got 30 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Alright, so my biggest problem with uh, online multiplayer games is just how 
ludicrous it is watching everyone run around the map jumping and jumping and you're trying to shoot them and it's just so stupid to play like Fortnite <laughs> or Halo or Quake or any, any Unreal or any Ten of those seconds. games. And what you're pretty much saying is the legacy of Doom is that Doom is to blame for this unrealistic expectation <laughs> of movement in shooting video games. Time. And really, I'm, I'm not for it. What All right. Two minutes on the clock, Wes. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Okay. <clears throat> so here's my my personal gripe with, uh, with Doom. Honestly, I feel like the gameplay sometimes is a chore. Um... It's just one gauntlet of enemies after the next, one wave after the next, one, just more and more demons spawning in, popping in, fast frantic action the whole time. The pacing in Doom really, really suffers because it's just throwing enemies at you constantly. That's what the game is. There's very little in between. And they tried to shoehorn, you know, some platforming and some other things like into Eternal. And honestly, it was just bad. It's really, really bad. Like it controlled really awfully. Maybe it was better on PC, but I had a really bad time playing that game um, with those platforming sections. I really did not enjoy it. And it just kind of wore me down after a while. Um, I feel like uh, Eternal, I'm talking specifically about Eternal here. I feel like the gameplay actually was a step down in a lot of ways from Doom 2016. Um, in 2016, all of your weapons were effective. You could use any weapon that you like to take enemies down. But in Eternal, you have to use specific weapons against specific enemies to efficiently take them down. I know they're trying to push you to use your arsenal, but I don't like using all of those weapons. Some of the weapons I feel like really weren't very fun to use. They even give you tutorials to say, this is how you kill this enemy. You have to use this weapon. This is how you seconds. want to take them down efficiently. This is what you have to do. The other uh, kind of cons I have against Doom, the story is pretty lax. Um, you really, I mean, yeah, you got to save the world from hell. Okay, but there's not a lot else there. They tried to build up lore, but it's basically just reading, you know, off of a codex. And that was really, really boring. And um, I also felt the levels are really linear and bland compared to Wolfenstein. It's mostly lava and brimstone. You go to hell. There's a Time. few catacombs along the way. <laughs> bring the heat. Yeah, he really, he Wes really did bring the heat on that that uh, rebuttal. All right. I'm like, was Doom Eternal a ten out of ten? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mitch. Uh, last round. You got two minutes on the clock for your closing thoughts. Three, two, one, go. Uh, I'd like to close on a quote from uh, who, someone who I, I believe is well-respected around these parts. It's one Ben Moore from Easy Allies, yes. where he says, Ooh. Doom Eternal is essentially unbridled fury the game. And that is about the most succinct and appropriate uh, quote for, for Doom Eternal that I can really that I can really think of. Um, a lot of the things that, that Wes mentioned as a, a negative, honestly, that speaks to me as as a as a person who loves fast, frantic, uh, you know, frantic, frenetic uh, gameplay styles where you know you're by the end of the the combat encounter you're sweating because you just barely made it through by the skin of your teeth. Um, I also don't think that uh, Doom Eternal's uh, level design is is you know it, it goes a lot of different places even though it is a lot of fire and brimstone. Uh, the vistas of of Doom Eternal are incredible. It is one of the best uh, 
depictions of hell I've ever seen. Um, it's you know, horrifying, it's gruesome, but also kind of like wondrous and mysterious in a way. Um, and yeah, it, you know, they, you know, let, let's just call them out. The Marauders are what specifically are what Wes is talking about. You do have to use specific weapons to kill them, but the way that you utilize those weapons uh, by quick seconds. swapping them to, to quickly take them down is one of the most satisfying feelings of that game. To be able to quickly go from the super shotgun to the railgun to the super shotgun and take them out before they even get a chance to bring their shield in front of their face. Uh, there's like, a, there's a reward that you get for figuring stuff out in Doom Eternal that you just don't get in a lot of first person shooters. And it's that, that sense of reward, that sense of challenge, that sense of that sense of reward and challenge that just makes Doom Eternal and Doom 2016 Time. fantastic. Very nice. Very nice. Alright. There, there's a lot of passion in this debate. Alright, Wes. You got two minutes on the clock. Are you ready for your closing thoughts? Let's do it. Three, two, one. Debate. Okay, I spent a lot of time talking about the things that I didn't like about uh, Doom and Doom Eternal. Um, those are the exact same things that I've really like so much more in Wolfenstein. Let's talk about the story and locations really quickly. I mentioned before that you're you're basically raising a rebellion against against the right and taking the world back. During the time where you basically go from a comatose goon, you have to infiltrate castles, there's plane crashes, you go to uh, um, uh, infiltrate, uh, there's a prison break, you infiltrate concentration camps, you have to steal like this like high-tech nuclear submarine um later on you go through the submarine in a wheelchair shooting nazis which is crazy um you go to the moon wow. you go to venus you go to area 51 you go to new york you go to new, york, new orleans there's so many there's so much variation in the places that you go and the things that you do and the story is just kind of bad crazy and the main character william blaskovitz you you know his motivation. You feel his motivation because you see his story. You see his what his childhood is like in flashbacks. You see all the crap he has to go through against the Nazis. You see what they take from him. You see his pain. You see his motivation. Unfortunately, in Doom, I don't really know what Doom guy's motivation is. I mean, he's killing, he's killing, killing uh, Hellspawn. Okay, I mean that's you know I guess you don't need a lot of motivation for that. But at least with 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 Wolfenstein, you know what's going. You seconds. know why this guy's doing what he's doing. Uh, last thing I want to say is that I think Wolfenstein has one of the best villains in any video game ever. I, uh, General Irene Engel, fantastic villain. You love to hate her and you just want nothing but to murder her face. You want to bury your hatchet in her face by the end of uh, the new Colossus. It's fantastic. She is absolutely, hands down, one of the best villains in gaming. And they do a great job just with the overall presentation. It's great action. It's Time. a great story. It's a great shooter. Wow, All right. Incredible today, guys. Holy cow. Also, I just, just want to say, Doom Guy's motivations are pretty clear. Rip and tear until the job is done. <laughs> it's so hard not to say it. <laughs> I wanted to interrupt. All right. Well, I I kind of have my mind made up on uh, who I think uh, is going to take my point. But, uh, Caden, I want to hear your thoughts. Who do you think brought it to the table let, a little bit better? Let me just begin with an anecdote here. Uh, this is my... <laughs> I never played either of these series before Wolfenstein, New Order, and Doom 2016. 
And my experience with Wolfenstein was I was playing it at my friend's house, uh, one of my best friend uh, Luke's. I think he like rented the game, and we were playing through it together. His like dad was watching. His dad's into shooters like Halo, Call of Duty, and stuff. Everybody's having a good time. And then there's like a sex scene. And then, like, you know, his family's, like, Christian, and his dad, like, freaks out. It, you know, it's okay to rip and tear Nazis, but, oh, a sex scene. And then we had to take the game back to the store. Never touch the series again. And I need to go back. I mean, people speak so highly about uh, New Colossus. But, uh, yeah, Wes makes some really compelling points. Um, I, I'm trying to, like, resist my personal feelings on the debate and go by the arguments because everybody knows I love Doom 2016 <laughs> Eternal so much. And, uh, but I, I think Wes really did present a really compelling argument about how um, the new Wolfenstein games are more of a holistic experience. Like, even though Doom does what it does really, 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 really freaking well, um, you know, there's a story and other types of experiences to have in the um, Wolfenstein games. So... I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Wes on this one. All right. Oh, thank you, uh, Stephen. What are your thoughts, man? Yeah, this is again. This is really interesting. Um, Mitch absolutely brought the fire with every single. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, absolutely. Part that he spoke, especially like so, like the emotion was just definitely there, and it was only probably at the end in the in the final closing statements, but when when <clears throat> Wes really talked on the story more than anything mm -hmm. about Wolfenstein, but. The only problem was, I, I would say, is with his rebuttal, he said that the Doom story is lax. Like, the only issue with that is it's not a, it's not a narrative video game. It's, <laughs> like, you don't, you, don't ask, you don't ask Super Mario, Ode Mario Odyssey to have a better story. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 10 out of 10 game because of the gameplay, and that's what Do Doom is analogous to Super Mario because it's, it's, it's gameplay first. And if it nails that then it's amazing. And like, for me personally, like I, I'd much prefer to watch a speed run of, of doom mm, than I, sure, than sure. I would have of Wolfenstein. So like that frenetic feeling of watching it and watching someone do it well, like is um, definitely keep, keeps me probably in, in the doom camp. It, even it's funny. Like it was funny. Although when Mitch said about the vistas and stuff, and it's like, it just made me think of like fallout three and fallout new Vegas, like games with a singular color, palette of like <laughs> yeah for like three is green hey, man, could, or dirty green shout out of the uh maker homeworld and doom material everybody's talking about hellscape yeah. but yo maker homeworld dude the place yeah. is cool gorgeous it's like technological yeah. heaven dude nice. i think you y'all need to play doom eternal again look at yeah. some of those, those yeah. uh, arenas or like vistas that they have yeah um, I've, only, I've only played 2016 so yeah but I'm, I'm gonna go with doom for this one yeah fair enough thank you while uh, jonah's <laughs> recovering from Speaking to his wife real quick, Wes. Does does Wolfenstein New Colossus have anything like the giant corpse of like a hell behemoth, like being impaled by like a decommissioned, destroyed, gigantic like Earth mech with like a giant laser sword, <laughs> just like in sort the of, and you can, yeah. sort of, yeah. I mean, it's not like there's not <laughs> like it? a giant, gigantic <laughs> demons, but they're like huge Panzer Panzerhounds that you nice. have to take out. They're the size of like you know two story buildings and giant gigantic robots that you have to take on you know in the game and, and other other stuff like that so i mean <laughs> there's cool. there's definitely there's definitely it's the game's definitely got its fair you have to um systematically take down like an airship like a like a flying fortress nice that's that's lifting you off of the ground in a farmhouse 
And the question like <laughs> that I have about like the new Colossus. So like, do you have a, a, a grab mechanic and like, and like, do you have to call uh, like your horse and stuff? Like, like if you fall off of the, um, the Colossus, like as you're climbing it or like, dude, you just screwed my mind so hard. I'm going to be dead serious. Uh, all right, John, I derailed you enough. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Very nice, very nice, Stephen. Oh, uh, I, I was so confused. Where you're, I was like, horse. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> All right. So my my point um, is gonna have to go to Wes. Like he brought up the point of the variation in uh, gameplay. The uh, as you guys know, I'm a big story guy when it comes to to games. Uh, I I like having good gameplay and good narrative and i feel like wolfenstein definitely has that um but i think the 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 main thing that sold me on wes's uh uh debate was in his rebuttal when he said um uh eternal kind of takes a step back from having that fast pace you're just using everything all the time and then you do the chainsaw to get the reload but uh you have to take it you have to you have to take it back and use specific weapons on specific enemies um you kind of have that a little bit in wolfenstein i guess but i mean do you get to throw an axe through a nazi's head in doom (laughs) this is its part we need to have a rematch where it's like (laughs) does BJ Blazkowicz hate Nazis more than Doom guy hates demons. You know, like... maybe that'll maybe that'll be the the return debate on this. Um... Yeah. Can I can I just share something really quickly? And I didn't put this in the uh, in the debate, but it's I, since we're talking about it, I, I feel this is important just to say. So the worst the worst game in the Wolfenstein series is clearly Youngblood. Um, yeah. They tried to yeah. do some. They tried to do some different things with it. I appreciate that, but let's face it, the game was not great. But that game means a lot to me personally because it's the first game that I ever played with anybody from the Great Game Debate before we were even the Great Game Debate. Oh. Jonah like hit me up, and we went through that whole thing together in one and, week, and right? We had a, and you didn't yeah, enjoy in it. One week. <laughs> <laughs> no, no we had a, we had a really we had a really great time and it kind of solidified our friendship in a lot of ways and i feel like that that time that we had kind of like led to the kind of partially the formation of oh absolutely absolutely so you're saying that that the, the uh, host is compromised yeah right <laughs> it's like we're biased against your vision no, i didn't no, i didn't no. I didn't, even, no, I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it up. I'm just center. saying, like, that's that's part of the reason why the series means so much to me, and part of the reason why I love it so much too. I wholeheartedly uh, agree with Wes. Youngblood is not a great game at all. Yeah. Steven, since you like speedruns, uh, Brian Otto has a fantastic co-op uh, speedrun of Youngblood. That game is really fun to watch uh, speedrun. Um, but yeah, uh, I think Youngblood is probably the weakest in the reboot of the of yeah. the Wolfenstein series. You remember that last boss, Jonah? You remember how many times we had to retry? How many times we died on that terrible last boss? They've got like oh leveling in that game, but it doesn't really matter. It it's weird. Yeah, because right. the enemies <laughs> level up weird. with you. Yeah, stupid. Um, 
anyway, uh, I forgot to check. So, Caden, while I pass it over to you, could you take a look at the results of last week's debate? Yes, sir. So last week was a debate between um, the admins and mods of this Discord. Uh, we had myself and Steven here uh, representing Couch Co-op uh, versus uh, Sal and Hunter representing online multiplayer. And it's literally tied right now. So Mitchell, oh. how about you be a tiebreaker? Couch Co-op or online multiplayer? Ooh. I guess it, it'd be more local. <laughs> Multiplayer Local versus co-op online. online. Yeah. So it's wait, it's couch co-op versus local multiplayer, or local. yeah, uh, yeah, online. No. online versus online versus local. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which do you prefer? Uh, I gotta go with, even though it's something that I do less of. I gotta go with couch co-op. Oh, Steven, Steven and Hayden. Oh, man, I had so much fun listening to you guys do that debate while I was on my yeah. vacation. Uh, it was so good. It's impassioned. And it was. Uh, it had a hilarious, like, derail by Sal about his, <laughs> his Forza experience and deleting Forza, <laughs> even though he was pro-online gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I All just right, I just love listening to the anecdote about Jonah getting yelled at by his wife at like four in the morning. <laughs> <or whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. Um, cool. Well, fantastic debate. You guys both did awesome. Uh, looking forward to see what the uh, community thinks in the poll, and we're gonna take our break. All right, we're back from break. And as always, just a little disclaimer, we all pretty much love and respect both those games. Uh, Nar feelings, trolls don't come at us. We'll just have to do awesome. Uh, and with that, uh, we'll just roll right into our next segment, The Pitch, wherein uh, a few of the panelists will have two minutes each to pitch a game they've been playing, and the rest of the panelists will decide if they're buying the game or not. Um, Jonah, uh, just to show Mitchell how it's done, I'll nominate you first to step up to the pitcher's mound. Like uh, you have two minutes Three, two, one, go. First off, I want to give the Draft Bunks a huge shout out for getting me into this game. Um, secondly, uh, if you're curious about this game, don't have to worry about buying it because it's free to play. Mm. Secondly, it's just a thirdly? super fun, or thirdly, thank you. Thirdly, <laughs> it's a uh, it's an, an incredible like online pvp first person shooter and the game i'm bringing is, is valorant i was getting there wes i was getting there i gotta get the build up the source. uh i've been playing valorant and you know what this game's super fun uh it's got the gameplay structure of something like CS:GO, and if you guys like first person shooters it's it it's super fun to play um but the curveball in this is the people you're playing at uh as have an actual personality and they have their own abilities somewhat like overwatch and so while i've been playing this mostly online with a nice group of people hence the draft punks guys um playing online hasn't like you don't get a lot of that toxicity that you'd see from something like League or CSGO. 
and uh, I've just been having a blast playing with the tight shooting mechanics and the super fun uh, variety in abilities and characters. The gun skins uh, are really cool. This game does have microtransactions, but... I mean, they do a lot more with their skins rather than it just being like a green gun or a blue gun. You get something that's like a DJ gun and it in when you expect inspect it, it makes cool sounds. Time. All right, Jonah. Why should I play Valorant instead of ESCO or Overwatch? Um it's natively free so i mean like you just i mean it's a good enough reason for me (laughs) you just have to download it um but i mean (laughs) like you get the best of both worlds honestly you get the nice tight shooting of counter-strike and you don't have to worry about like the different guns and competing you more have to worry about like the different abilities of the other team and uh the like the the team synergy and stuff um so i know surprisingly little about this game it just it it it, it sort of was in the spotlight for a little bit but i haven't heard many follow up conversations now? yeah I it's, know it it's was like a it, beta but it's, okay it's fully out yeah um so what uh, are there multiple game modes or is it just one is it 6v6 or what, what what's the uh, game mode so it it's uh 5v5 they have different game modes um the there's like just a uh main game mode where it's like uh you die you're you're out um in death match or yeah kind of you have to uh there's attackers and defenders and the attackers have to take uh, the spike, which is essentially the bomb, and you got to go plant it. Uh, it gives like an objective for the attackers to do, and the defenders basically just have to completely wipe out the team. Or if they do plant uh, the spike, you have to defuse it before it explodes. And you can um, you can win a match if you're attacking. Say your entire team gets wiped out, but uh, you are able to hold off the defenders a long long enough if that bomb explodes you win even if your entire team uh gets taken out so yeah there's so that csgo with superpowers exactly um, it's csgo with superpowers and um talking about the monetization is it just skins or are people buying new powers as well um um how I like purchase an nft <laughs> <laughs> cool. so like, uh, do, you, do you feel at a disadvantage if you're not paying um no uh like you can obviously uh buy like spend money to unlock uh some of the locked characters sooner um but i mean i played like five matches and they gave me my first like free unlock pretty quick and so i got to i got to pick the most recent character which is neon and she's super cool she's like lights up and glows blue and stuff and uh uh <laughs> she she shoots uh her ult is to shoot like lightning out of her fingers and uh the draft punks guys were calling it uh lord palpatine fingering <laughs> <laughs> so uh there's that but she's super fast she can zip around the map a lot uh, a lot faster than other characters and stuff and so that's kind of become my new main 
So uh, do the characters have like a bespoke kind of gun like in Overwatch or like can you like outfit your character with different guns even though they have like their own like powers or like So the when it comes to the different characters the only thing that's unique about them is their powers everyone has the same guns that they can they can cool. take so cool. it's that's like interesting mix up Yeah it's like uh counter-strike where at the beginning of each round you earn money throughout the round and mm -hmm. you go into a buy menu and you can pick essentially the same guns they're called different they're they're different guns called different i thought things. you'd be like kind of facetious a little you said csgo with overwatch, no it's but like it, it's literally it, it's CSGO it, literally yeah. csgo and overwatch yeah um probably the only other thing i i, I would ask is like so I'm guessing it's easy to team up with five mates, like to 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 mm -hmm. party up. Uh, can you team up with ten and do a a two v you know and play five? like a private lobby? Yeah. So we yeah. Uh, last night actually we were in uh, we had twelve people on um, the DraftPunks. Uh, <laughs> we had twelve people on the DraftPunks voice chat. And they, we split the teams into 5v5, and then I believe Travis and Rob were casting on their uh, their Twitch channel. So they were t nice. casting the matches. Um, and you know what? The the first game uh, we played, I was I was just I was like in the zone. I was doing really well. It was super fun. Second game, not so much. If you'd like to watch me suck, it's on their uh, <laughs> it's archived on the DraftPunks Twitch channel. <laughs> Sounds great. Any more questions, guys? Are we ready to decide? Uh, I just have one, I guess, one general question. This is this is the make or break for me, Jonah. Okay. So I don't I don't play online multiplayer yeah. pretty much ever. <laughs> so I, I just, you know, generally I tend to, you know, be a little uncomfortable about it. And let's say that I don't have five people to jump on with or a group of people I know. Like, why would I play this game? Like, what is fun about it? Um, Sell me as somebody that doesn't play um, multiplayer shooters all the time. Like, why? Why should I have any interest? Uh, I like. Okay, so my 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 main thing with this is it's free, so there there's like not really a barrier to entry. But I understand uh, a big issue you have with like online multiplayer is having to deal with people heckling you and whatnot. Um, you can go into this game, Mike's. Like, obviously, there's going to be an advantage if you're on mic communicating with people. But if you don't, they have a ping system. So you can ping where an enemy's at or where you're going. Um, you right. can kind of play more in the background and support your team from the back and let let the uh, the random people that you're playing with kind of take charge. You And you can kind of decide where you want to play. Um uh honestly communication's going to be better but uh like that's the nice thing about us having our our discord channel and draft punks having their discord channels is it's easy to find people to play this game with and there's a lot of people on both of our discords that really do love this game and do play it so i mean if you're curious hop in on uh, probably tonight and come play some Valorant with us <laughs> One more question. PC only? Yes. Wow. 
but it does have controller support. So if you are more comfortable with playing shooters with controller, it does have controller support. I know Zach Pearson plays that way. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wes, did, uh, I mean, Jonas said it was free. Uh, he mentioned it was free. Um, he let us know it was free. Are you, <laughs> are you picking this game up? Or... You know, I I very much appreciate the the uh, the points that he laid down. Oh, uh, Wes, um, it's uh, it's free, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I definitely, I definitely, I don't need to buy the game. I understand. Um, but I, this just doesn't sound like the kind of game that appeals to me personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fact also that it's on uh, PC. I have a gaming laptop, which is fine. I'm sure it'll run it fine. But um, I don't really do, you know, if I'm trying to play controller against people who are, you know, mouse and keyboard, I feel like it really put me at a disadvantage, uh, probably in a lot of ways. And eh, it's just not my kind of game. So uh, I really appreciate the fact that you guys are having such a great time with it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I might go back and watch that uh, Twitch archive <laughs> of your, your time last night, because I want to see, you, uh, you know, how on point you were and then... <laughs> it's not like a pretty good time when you yeah took a nose dive. That'll, yeah. that'll be pretty fun. So I'll, I might I might I might offer a little of my time on the uh, on okay. your archive. Alrighty, uh, Stephen, what do you think? Picking up. Um, I do not have a a gaming PC, so that is a big old no um, for um, me. For <laughs> uh, one more point that I will uh throw out there is this game like there. And on the development side, the biggest thing they focused on was optimizing this game to play on the most garbage of PCs. So if you've got an wow. internet connection, you could probably play this game <laughs> on low settings. Sure. Get that tablet out, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Mitchell? Are you picking up Valorant? Oh, I've already played Valorant. I'm not a big fan. Alrighty. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, my days playing playing Counter Strike and Counter Strike like day like games are are far behind me. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm not good at them anymore. All right. Let's see if I can yeah. uh, pull pull <laughs> pull you in, Caden. Come on, play some Valorant with me, well, please. I'm reeling. You know, in general, I'm kind of in the you know the boat that Wes is, where I just like. I just cannot like dedicate the time to like get good at these games and like you get thrown in with people who are better than you and like randos that yell at you and are mean to you. But the fact <laughs> that it's free and I have access to at least two communities that I could just group up with, you know, I think I think I might jump in on this one. I've been playing a little bit more multiplayer with a, a buddy of mine. We were playing Deep Rock Galactic recently. And okay. I'm getting nice. that multiplayer first person zone so maybe i'll check it out i mean it sounds cool shout out to uh preston wilkie on um uh i'm trying to remember yeah i think it was the spelunkers no, he was on preston there is uh level zero. Oh, i know but i, I think he oh. guessed it oh, on the, okay. the spelunkers like okay. games of 2021 thing and he was talking about valorant big time yeah so we were playing with yeah. preston last right. night actually so you got one out of four, Joe. I'll take it. Let's go. I'll take it. <laughs> Any win is a win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, uh, Mitchell, you're next up. I'm going to give you a countdown for your two-minute pitch. Dang it. Fox not. Okay. Three, two, one, go. So the game I wanted to talk to you all about, and I want to talk to the world about this game because I feel like, you know, not 
not a lot of people know that this game even exists. And it's it's a game that uh, I was really impressed by. Uh, it's called Aleckhead. It's a 2D puzzle platformer by a single Japanese developer. Um, oh. God, I don't have his, his name in front of me right now. But uh, anyway, uh, it is basically one of the most clever puzzle platformers I've I've ever played in terms of its level design, in terms of its main puzzle hook that it has like you know braid has the the timer wine mechanic swapper has the the clone mechanic in Aleckhead, the mechanic is basically that you are an electric electrically charged little dude that can throw your head and you basically anything anything that you step on becomes electric electrically charged and can power uh different things so like a, a very simple example would be um Let's say there is a elevator platform that's connected to a a uh, you know a piece of floor, and if you step on the the piece of floor that the the you know the screws of the elevator are attached to, it will power the elevator and the elevator will rise up. You can jump on the elevator and jump to the other side, but you know it takes that very simple concept and just it stretches it so so seconds. so 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 far in just really really clever ways. Um, and it's never overwhelming. It's never, you know, too technically. Um, it, it never has like a really high technical level of like platform uh, platforming precision, like uh, Celeste might have. So it's just a very chill game. Uh, there's seconds. multiple endings. There's a ton of collectibles to find, and it's night. It's like ten bucks, and it's you know like a four hour experience. Just a Ooh. nice little snack. Time. Perfect. Wow, you you, you just game. dropped all the things that I love to hear right at the end, like <laughs> four-hour experience, chill time. Yeah, um, like yeah. The I thing I want to go what... go into on is about the puzzle part of it, and like my favorite thing about puzzle games, like I'm a massive Zelda fan, is like obviously, does it make you feel smart or does it make you feel yes. dumb? No, I think mm. I think it does make you feel really smart. Like, uh, you know the. The puzzles are all, are always really clever, um, and it introduces you to like the concepts that you need to know pretty early in a really smart way. But then it twists them so that you're not you're not just like repeating something that was already taught to you. You're using your knowledge and applying it in a way that makes sense. And I think those are always like the the aha moments that really get me in in puzzle platformers. And Aleket I think is full of them. And the developer is uh, Nama Takahashi. Um, yes, yes. I was funny. just about it's not to like a development studio. That's literally just their name. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, there might, there might be people that also worked like on it a little bit, but I think this is predominantly a single developer who worked on this game. Talk to me about aesthetic. What does this game look like? Is it a is it like a pixel art game, or is it more like a like a two point five D type thing? How's the color palette? Uh... Purely pixel art. Um, the color palette is interesting because that's one of the collectibles. You can actually unlock new color palettes, so you can make it look like a Game Boy game. You can make it look like a you know a Game Boy Color game. Um, the the default is kind of you know yellow when things are are electrically charged and blue when they're not. Um, and then there's like a black background because it kind of takes place in like a a spacey kind of kind of world and it's it's a continuous adventure it's not like level based there's like little oh. 
there are like transporters that you can use to transport back to like you know area one and then you can find the next transporter uh takes you back to area two and everything is interconnected even though it is kind of moving through like a um almost a level-based structure but it's still all one interconnected world oh that's interesting yeah, yeah looking um, looking at the art it looks like it's um it's it's eight bit inspired, but some of the sprite work has much more detail than for than sure. Eight. Yeah. And how's I, the, I, the platforming feel? Is it pretty floaty, or does it feel like pretty? Yeah, it's it's a little floaty. It's it, I would say it's appropriately floaty. It never feels like you know awkward. Um, I yeah. I, feel, I think the you know the 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 jumping feels right for the kind of game that it is. Great. Uh, Will you Sorry, go Kate, in, I didn't mean to cut you off. Will no, you go good. into this uh, head throwing mechanic? I'm I'm curious yeah. about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the only thing that is electrically charged about you actually head. So then, like this isn't this is an ability you get about maybe like a fourth of the way through the game. You can throw your head. You can throw it up. You can throw it straight across. You can't throw it in any other direction. Um, so basically, what happens is that you throw your head and you know it kind of it kind of stays in the air for a little bit and then it drops and whatever your head drops on will be electrically charged but you yourself the body that you control are now no longer electric electrically charged so you do not activate platforms when you are missing your head um so you'll have to do a lot of things where like you know you throw your head on a thing activate uh you know a, a platform that comes across and then you'll have to jump on that platform but like the key thing that you need to know is that you only have 10 seconds that you're allowed to be without your head you have to pick uh, it back up um oh. oh otherwise you explode <laughs> oh okay. what's um what's oh. the checkpointing system in the game is it like single rooms like uh super meat boy or something or is it continuous and you have to go back to a save or the checkpoints are little um things that you can you can run across with a little c on it and what's interesting about them and this kind of kind of comes into the, the puzzles later on is that um, when you activate a check checkpoint, it resets the state of everything back to when you first hit that checkpoint. Um, cool. And you hit like the, the interesting thing is that you do not activate the checkpoint if you jump over it or if you're not powered when you run over it. Oh, wow. So it, huh. just like everything else in the world, um, it needs to be powered by your head. Um, hmm. So, yeah. So again, like there are some really clever moments where sometimes you have to, make use of that uh, resetting mechanic of the checkpoint in order to get through a certain puzzle. Gotcha. That's very cool. I love when games like take just a mechanic that's for granted. Mm -hmm. That's just supposed to be something in the background, but it's like, you know, part of the, the game. Yeah. Um, yeah it can be very I, meta. As, <laughs> yeah. as someone that isn't the best at like shovel knight, I still think that's the greatest idea of a checkpoint. Oh, ever. It's like, yeah. just yeah. destroy so it, good. For, destroy it for money or keep it for safety. Like that's such a great idea. I love it so much. It's like one of my favorite checkpoint mechanics ever. Yeah. Um, can you cling onto walls, Mega Man X style in this game? You can slide down walls. And again, this is that okay. you, you do have to use because when you're, when you're hugging a wall and you're sliding down, you can't jump off of it but you are activating that wall that you are touching. Mm. Um, so sometimes you'll have to use that to, you know, slowly, you know, go down a wall and have something else activate. Um, so, yeah. So, yes, you, you can you can cling to walls, but you cannot jump off. Philosophical question. Do Ooh. you think you're the head or the body? Oh, interesting. <laughs> because you can only control your body. 
Right. But <laughs> the head the is head where just you know, a battery the, the for the body. Is. What a what an interesting quandary. I don't know. <laughs> um, I see this game as a bundle of the soundtrack. Um, that makes me think that they're pretty uh, confident. In sound- is this got like a banger soundtrack? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got it's it's got a, a really good soundtrack. You know, obviously okay. it's it's very chill. Um, but there are certain moments where it picks up, and uh, yeah, those are those are some really wonderful moments in in the the game um but in general it's 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 kind of subdued um but ramps up in certain points yeah yeah um you guys have any other questions um just a question on platform is it just uh steam at the moment or yes i believe it is only steam at the moment probably needs more people to buy it <laughs> so that they can port it to more platforms right. yeah yeah <laughs> Well, uh, I'll just jump in first here. Uh, basically, after the two-minute pitch, I heard everything I needed to hear. Yeah, 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 for sure. I was giving my phone about the game. So, <laughs> yeah, you got me. It looks, it's just right up my alley. This game looks awesome. I just even love, like, the cuteness of it being called a leg head and your character just has an electrical head. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. What do well, you think, Steven? I would love to, but I'm waiting on that Switch port, baby. So yeah, it looks <laughs> like a, really game. Cool game. Everyone out there with a PC, support this game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I bought it since Caden bought it. I mean, share Steam libraries. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll be checking it out. <laughs> Hilarious. What do you think, Wes? I will be buying it right after this show's over. $10. Got me, right. kind of like they you. Yeah, even. you're. That was yeah. a hell of a pitch. That you, you oh, said everything that uh, I wanted to hear. This sounds exactly like the kind of game that I would enjoy. So yeah, it's crazy I the state of gaming's in right now. That there's just these gems, like literal hidden gems out there. Because there's just so many games are coming out all the time. Literally never even heard of this game, and it just looks really fun. So yeah, thanks for bringing it to our attention. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah good question how did it come to your attention was it just one of those oh. things that came on the emails and you just happened to click on it or so i think jonathan blow uh tweeted about it a, you know when it first came out and i was like oh well, it looks cool um but i didn't really like look too much into it and then uh, another developer who i follow who i actually worked with uh i I didn't even talk about this in my little uh, interview thing, but I, I did a little stint in, in, uh, in video game PR. I worked for Stride PR, and one of the oh, okay. the the video game developers that I worked with was Witchbeam, who just recently put out a game called Unpacking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Familiar with that. I want to play that game. Oh. Prior to that, they they did a game called Assault Android Cactus, which is what I did mm-hmm. PR for. But the developer of of Assault Android Cactus, and who also worked on Unpacking um tweeted about this game it was like just raving about it like why are no why is no one talking about yeah this game is like incredible and so after seeing that and then also you know putting my mind to like the the jonathan blow tweet that i saw a while ago i was like okay yeah let's check this game out and yeah it was you know it was just such a delightful um game to jump into all right sweet well, nice work on the pitch, everyone. I'll turn things over to our Game Master, Wes Bates, for the game. All right. So we haven't done this one in a while. I thought it would be fun to bring it back. Uh, we're going to do some back-of-the-box trivia. Uh... So 
just uh just to uh kind of go over the rules again really quickly um i have 10 um video game like the back of video game boxes i'm going to read the description on the back of the box i'm going to omit certain words as i read it uh that will obviously give it away immediately um and you guys have to try to decipher which uh which video game box i am reading um you each get one guess whoever guesses correctly first um gets the point uh if you guess incorrectly you're out for the rest of the round until the next box um so do we just do we shout it out or do we raise our hand yeah, or sh- uh I, i'm not looking at the screen i can't see you guys so shout out your name if you okay. want to make a guess um, okay will you not recognize my voice or something would that be like hot <laughs> for you? Yeah, your, your voice is completely undistinguishable, Stephen. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, any questions? No, sir. All right, well, let's get started then. The first one. Okay, blanks, let's get even. When the evil blank queen kidnaps both your best buddies and the best-looking girl this side of the Mazillion star cluster, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Are you gonna cry? Are you gonna hide? Are you gonna call the star cops? No way, because you're a blank. And blanks don't cry, hide, or call for help. Blanks get real mad, then they get even. So strap on your blaster, power up the blankster, and get on down to the blank queen's planet. But watch out, blank. This lady's bad. She's got a whole mess of really nasty surprises lined up for you. Oh my god. Like Mitchell, the... oh, am I allowed yeah. to guess yet? Yeah, yeah. Yes, you are. Any at any point. Battletoads? It's Battletoads. Oh, Whoa! oh. <laughs> nice. That's gotta be like I was the most legendary like... guess so far. Like I, I was no thinking idea. like space, and I'm thinking uh contra ish, yeah, sounding like mixed with like, like mixed with like two bad dudes or whatever that those beat 'em up yeah. games were. All that sort of <laughs> what stuff. is yeah. the blank? Is it like Toad or something? Like yeah, it's, it's Toad. Yeah. What, nice. what, what did or they battle, or the word what did they strap? Toad. What did they strap on? It says blaster. Blaster. blasters? I just read in the back of this box so it, and it, you know, I only read about half of it. It keeps going. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very lengthy box by comparison to some of these others. All right, let's do the next one. <clears throat> a blank's vengeance runs not only through his blood, but through his soul. That's a quote. <laughs> this time it's personal blank. The deadly and feared blank assassin is out for blood. You have to call out your name if you want to make a guess. Is out for blood after his clan is massacred by the evil Blank Empire, vowing to seek revenge on those that wronged him. Um, Steven, Tenchu 2? I don't know any of the names of the Tenchu games. Or it's, not, it's, not, it's not Tenchu. Okay. Blank sets off on an action-packed adventure with a line Jonah. between good and evil. Yes. Is this second row? No. Okay. <laughs> it's, a se- it's a sequel. <laughs> the lines between good and evil are blurred, and all that he believes in will be tested. Possess the fury of blank as you destroy your opponents using lethal blank weapons. Cutting skill and amazing acrobatic moves. Your mission oh, to annihilate your enemies, Jesus. ultimately defeating the powerful blank empire. Unleash your inner blank. 
Uh, Kaden? Yes, go ahead. I'm going to say a two here because apparently, according to Steven, it's a sequel and I missed whatever gave that away. So I'm just saying Ninja Gaiden 2. (laughs) What did you say? Ninja Gaiden 2. It's not. (laughs) <laughs> it's not it's not yeah, ninja guided it it's not ninja guided ninja two <laughs> is it ninja guiden it's ninja guiden yeah oh really for some reason it sounded like a sequel at the start yeah <laughs> yeah i should I, maybe i should clarify it you have to be specific on which game it is right the series so very close Caden. very close great guess thank you all right here we go the king of the blank arcades comes to the Super NES. Don't Ooh. wait in endless arcade lines to play blank. Blank comes to the Super NES with action, graphics, and sound that annihilate all other combat games. Oh, blank, combat blank, games. blank, blank, and all your favorite um, warriors. Oh, yes, uh, Steven. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, I want to say Ninja Turtles, but I'm going to say Street Fighter 2. Not Street Fighter 2. All your favorite warriors contend in the Ultra Tech Key Tournament. Each combatant engages... Oh, Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct. Yeah! Wow. Nice job. All right. Lead them or fall. Recruit legendary warriors to fight by your side as you hunt down agents of chaos and lead the blank chaos a blast chaos. Rips a, a blast rips a hole in the sky unleashing an army of demons from the mysterious realm known as the blank as the blast soul survivor you and only you and your team can bring the world back from the brink of destruction like discover is. the open world bond with legends become the blank I'm so confused. Open world, team Friends? warriors. Yeah, something like I guess J- JRPG ish. Uh, uh, okay, Mitchell. sorry. The last, that thing that, oh. the, the last thing that the last thing is fight beside three friends in session based cooperative multiplayer. Oh, I think Mitchell. I oh. Yeah, go ahead, uh, wrong. Lost Planet. Nope. <laughs> Kaden. <laughs> yes. Dragon Age Inquisition. You got it! What? what? <laughs> the breach, bro. Dude's coming out the breach. If you hadn't nice have blanked job. out the breach, I would still have not have known that. <laughs> That's I, like, I, I finished that game, so I no. Yeah. Actually, it's not the breach; it's the fade. Is what it was. Fade. I still wouldn't have known anything. Well, it's a breach in the fade. Trust me, it's the breach. <laughs> Play the game. <laughs> All right, next one. Become anything change everything you are blank the blank the ultimate shape-shifting weapon with no memory and no mercy hunt your way to the heart of the conspiracy which created you making those responsible pay deadly shape-shifting action transform your limbs into claws blades Mitchell. hammers yep oh, i know it's gotta be prototype it's gotta prototype be. yeah i was that gonna say awesome. uh... i love that game I love Prototype. I was I was always one, the you know, Prototype came out at a time where it was like Prototype versus Infamous, and like I love uh, Infamous, but I was I was in the Prototype camp. Yeah, I was gonna say nice. Space Station Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> 
You would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So far, the score is Mitchell with four, Caden with one. Whoa. Mitchell dominating this thing. All right. Here we go. Deep. Sorry. This one's kind of hard to read. <laughs> Deep beneath the blank, the blank has awakened. A mighty demon horde pours into blank, devouring the souls of men. Uh, called upon by a blank, you go forth to fight the curse, I think is what it says. Jonah. <laughs> yeah. Darksiders? No. Oh, good guess. Damn it. Unrestricted choice. Design your character starting from class and weaponry all the way down to facial features. Then decide whether to progress with the story or chart your own path through the open world. What the Revolutionary online play. Leave hints. View the deaths of past players. Oh, or cooperatively. Okay. Or invade. Um, I'm so Damon Damon Souls? What? It's Demon Souls. Uh, what what did it say about demons from hell? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't the mighty, this. It said a mighty demon horde pours into. I said blanket with Boletaria. Oh, okay. That's accurate. <laughs> I was like thinking demons from hell, and I was like, who localized this description? <laughs> <laughs> wow, nice one, Steven. Again, I was thinking of like ghosts and goblins or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, if okay, Mitchell gets one point, on he's, he one. automatically wins. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right two lives two fates one legendary journey play as blank a strong brutish loner who must work with a tech savvy partner blank as they traverse a oh, rough yeah what is this game <laughs> journey to the west you know what lost out of the series in the east no, no. That's a fail. I got it wrong. It's based on that, but that's not what it's called. What is it called? I can't even remember. Can I? You, can you, I you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I yeah. steal it? Steal it. Steal it. Uh, enslaved Odyssey to the West. That's, that's what it's it. called. I that's forgot. it. Yeah, wow. yeah. I deserve that. I could. That, I could though. picture I like the game. I. Yeah. Dang it! Shout out to yeah. Andy you... Circus. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what it was. You just yeah. got the name wrong. That's All right. twice I've I've uh, I've stolen Caden's <laughs> yeah. <Kaden's> answer. <laughs> Need to let other people go first. Yeah. All right. All rise. The only escape from the shocking killing game is murder. Oh, Mitchell, Danganronpa. Yeah. You got it. Oh wow. Jeez. <laughs> You're probably the only person that's played it out of all of us. <laughs> I played Danganronpa. At the same oh, okay. time, the um man that could have been manhunts like. Yeah. All right. Well, like yeah. All rise, all rise is the the, oh, know, okay. the giveaway there. All right, so um, yeah, Mitchell has officially won the game at this point. Uh, I have a, I have a few <laughs> more. Victory lap. Yeah, it's fun. Mm -hmm. Let's see how bad right. Mitchell can beat us. <laughs> the guys of Blank have been very, very naughty. The day after his twenty-first birthday bash, Blank. Uh, Conquest, the worst. Uh, Conquest Bad Fur Day? Steven, Conquest Bad Fur Day? Yes, it's Conquest Bad Fur Day. Nah, yeah, you nice. gotta say your name first, dude. Let yeah. me get like one more sentence on that. 
Congressman Stevens? Congress Steve Con Congressman? <laughs> Do I, yeah, I can read the whole thing. Wait, I can read the whole thing. Wait. Yeah, I've I've always uh, been curious what the yeah. It says, the day after his 21st birthday bash, Conker is sporting the worst hangover ever, and he just can't seem to find his way home. Prepare to stagger through randy, raunchy, raucous scenarios crammed full of bad manners, twisted humor, and graphic bodily functions. Unless you're a fan of violence, foul language, and racy innuendo, you'd best steer clear of this one. That sounds accurate. <laughs> I can't believe that game got made. We're getting that early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wild. <clears throat> okay. Roar through blank's world in a race to the death. Race blank through 24 intense tracks and seven combat arenas. Pick one of 12 vehicles and customize for maximum performance. Face Demon off. Twisted metal black? Nope. Face off against up to six racers online in split screen and competitive combat racing. Unlock. Dude. Yeah, go ahead. Jack X Combat Racing? You got it! Wow. What? Oh, nice. That game... But it's a deathmatch? That a... game is so good if you've not played it. It's just like Mario Kart on steroids for big really? boys. Like, it's just... <laughs> oh, I love that game. Nice, nice Mario Kart slander there. Right, I gotta, I gotta at least get on the board. I... <laughs> yeah. Give me a good one, Wes. All right. This is the last <laughs> one. This is your last chance, Jonah. All right, here we go. Break the cycle. Fight to survive on a hostile, shape-shifting alien planet. Oh, come Steven on. Steven Returnal? Steven got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it, but I was trying to get Returnal? Did they have a uh, physical release? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. It has oh, a physical wow. release. Sony yep. exclusive, yeah. That's why I've been nice kind of job. thinking about this whole time. It's like I can't even remember the last time I saw like a new No, PayPal, go away. <laughs> All right, so the final score, Mitchell with six, Dang Steven it. with three, Caden with two. So cleaned Sorry, up. Jonah. No, it's all good. I I just got <laughs> two fun. emails that popped up, so that's cool. I, I'm glad that <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, thanks again so much, Wes, for putting those games together. It's a lot of fun. We appreciate the effort you put into that. Um, but yeah, that's, that, that'll do it for the show, guys. We'll go around for our uh, final thoughts. Um, so I'll throw it to Jonah first, just in case he has any housekeeping. Final thoughts, Jonah. Um, Mitch, thank you. It was awesome to have you. Uh, that debate was insane, dude. I loved it. Um, <laughs> housekeeping, we've got, um, I think when this show comes out, uh, we'll have one week till the game club. So if you guys want to play Halo Infinite, join us on Sunday, February 6th. And uh, are we doing it early, Wes? We're going to be doing it. Yeah, I think we're yeah. going to try it. Try and shoot for 12 p.m. Pacific. Okay. To have the uh, game club this time instead of our regular 2 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. So 12 p.m. Pacific. Join us. We'll... Uh, be hanging out talking about halo infinite do a deep dive on it and uh if you join you enter in a chance to win a something halo related we were looking at plushies after the last recording and they are there's nothing they're terrible good. they're <laughs> awful they're Regressed. all awful so yeah. <laughs> uh and yeah that's that's all i got all right, cool. Mitchell, final thoughts. Anything that's on your mind at all? Anything you want to plug? Just anything? 
I'd just like to apologize to all the Doom Eternal fans and 2016 fans I let down. Um, (laughs) You didn't uh, let anybody down. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I want to be clear. I love Wolfenstein, man. One of my favorite, uh, you know, modern reimaginings of a of an old series to date um and yeah it was uh it was an honor to be here i really really appreciate the invite and i love what you guys are doing this was a blast awesome thank you sir thank you you. wes final thoughts i just want to reiterate also thank you mitchell for coming on it's a real privilege i love what you do uh online at ign i think you're one of the most talented people that they have over there i love your writing and what you do as caden alluded to earlier but um it was a real thrill having you here, and and um, it's my honor to debate you in our <laughs> Doom versus Wolfenstein debate. I also like Doom. I like I played through Doom twenty sixteen and Doom Eternal. I like those games a lot. Um, so it's just fun to throw them up against each other, just for funsies. Um, I just want to give another shout out uh, to the Draft Pugs. I've been listening to their twenty twenty two fantasy game draft. Mm podcast they put out lately it was a it was huge i think they had like 10 people on their uh drafting games uh for their fantasy critic uh thing that they're doing and man that is just a great time if you're looking for another show outside of this one to listen to go check out their their recent uh fantasy critic draft podcast it's a lot of fun shout out all right steven final thoughts um we don't usually talk news on here but i just want to say like uh, with the Microsoft acquisition, like in the future, if Toys for Bob can make Banjo three, yeah. please do. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, that'd be interesting, man, just, actually. Yeah, just echoing that, I'm so glad that Toys for Bob has the opportunity to be pulled out from under the yoke of Call of Duty. <laughs> oh. um, my final thoughts are: uh, I've been playing a demo for a mod for Dark Souls one called Nightfall, and Keep your eye on that one if you're a Dark Souls fan and you have Dark Souls 1. Uh, it's fast-paced. Shields are crap. It has HP regen from attacking enemies like Bloodborne, and you get a cool, like, super-fast blink dash, like, Dishonored style. It's just... Ah, love it. There's a time loop mechanic because time loops are so hot right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, my name is Kate Bertha Lane. I've been your host. Thank you for listening. And as always, happy gaming. Bye. 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 Elden Ring. Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs>